Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. On this show, I have talked at length about the importance of eating enough protein, but sometimes eating protein throughout the day can be a challenge. However, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts and is the perfect addition to your day. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, over 10% of your daily value. It's one of the highest protein nuts out there. But that's not all. Pistachios are also known for their fiber and better for you unsaturated fats, which we all need in our diet. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with your family and friends or taking them with you on your summer adventures. So whether you're dropping off the kids or running between meetings, fuel up with a healthy and tasty snack. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. Welcome to the Balanced Black Girl Podcast. We're putting black girl magic in motion. This show is dedicated to reinventing wellness for women of color. I'm your host, Lestrandra Alfred. Welcome to our first episode. I am so excited you're here. I'm pumped to chat with you. Uh, The funny thing is people have been telling me to start a podcast for probably about three years now, and I'm finally doing it mainly because I like to make life more difficult than it needs to be, so I'm deciding to launch a podcast and a total rebrand at the same time. So here we are. If we haven't met yet, my name is Lestrandra. I often go by less, and I am a personal trainer, nutrition coach, and social media manager. For the last four years, I've been blogging and sharing on social media at The Balanced Berry, I started The Balance Berry in 2014 as a creative outlet. It was a place for me to share healthy recipes, workouts, and to keep in touch with personal training clients that I was no longer working with, because at the time, I had walked away from my then personal training job to focus more on my corporate work. But over the past four years, The Balance Berry has become a whole thing. It became a blog, a brand, a business but something about it always felt a little off. First of all, I don't advise having fruit in the title of your brand if your brand doesn't involve fruit because I get tagged in random pictures of berries all the time on Instagram and it is annoying AF. And two, with the balanced berry, I just always felt like I was trying to be something that I wasn't. I was really non-committal about it, and even though I worked really hard to build it, I was trying to be super vanilla, I was trying to appeal to anyone and everyone, I was trying to be the next Kayla Itzneez or Tone It Up, 
And that's just not me. I'm not vanilla. I'm actually far from vanilla because I'm a black girl. I'm a super regular black girl from Seattle, one of the few. And as much as I love wellness, the mainstream version we see on Instagram just doesn't work for me. No shade, but the tall, skinny, white blonde girls of Southern California just don't represent me. And that wellness doesn't resonate with my life at all. Chances are it doesn't work for you either, especially if you happen to be a woman of color scrolling through the same Instagram that I'm scrolling through. So this show is dedicated to candid conversations about wellness, self-care, self-love, and inspiration for women who don't see themselves in the mainstream wellness space. For us, by us. Basically, I'm your wellness fubu. Okay, that was corny. Um, And I probably would have named this Awkward Black Girl, but Issa already had the market cornered on that. So we're going to stick with Balanced. And here we are. So coming up on the show, we'll have a combo of listener Q&A, as well as interviews from wellness experts, advocates, allies, fitness professionals, and everywhere in between. My vision for Balanced Black Girl is for it to truly be a media outlet that amplifies women of color and allies in the health and wellness space. So I really want you to have a voice and a say in what we do. All right, so that's the official stuff. That's who we are. That's what we're about. Moving on to the unofficial stuff, some things that you should know to continue listening to this show is that for me, I, Les, Lestrandra, whatever you want to call me, I'm goofy. So yes, I take wellness seriously, but you're also going to hear some jokes. You're going to hear some sarcasm. You might hear the occasional swear word, even though I'm going to try to keep it to a minimum. And you are most definitely going to hear some 90s and 2000s R&B references because that's just how we get down. If we haven't met yet, get to know me. I will save my full story for another episode, but I wanted you to get to know the girl behind the mic just a little bit in this first episode. So here are five fun facts about yours truly. Fun fact number one is I used to hate working out. Even though I grew up playing sports and being fairly active, your girl wandered around the gym like a deer in the headlights. I was super intimidated. I used to get really jealous of the girls I saw there that were super fit. I just always felt really sluggish and uncoordinated, and it just was not my jam. And it was like that for years. It really wasn't until right after I graduated college, I was about 21, 22, that I started getting really into working out. Uh, And that's because I had my first corporate job. When I had my first corporate job, it was the first thing that made me truly sit still. And having to sit at a desk all day was really, really hard on me because I tend to be kind of a high energy person. So in order to offset how exhausted I felt sitting at my desk all day, I decided to start working out and to start eating better, to start taking better care of myself because I thought, well, maybe that will help me get my energy up. Um, And from there, once I kind of took a different approach of wanting to be skinny or wanting to look like the other girls at the gym, once I saw working out and eating well as something that actually helped me feel better and something that helped carry me through the day, I took on a whole different attitude about it. And that was when everything really clicked. And that was when working out started to make sense. So back in 2012, I decided to become a personal trainer. Um, I was a year out of college. I was working my full-time corporate job that I hated, hated it. 
um, and decided that I wanted to become a personal trainer because at that time I'd been working out seriously for about a year and it had really changed my life. I became a lot more confident. I became physically stronger and I wanted to help other people do the same thing. So 2012 started studying to become a personal trainer, became a trainer in 2013 and have been helping ladies work on their fitness ever since. But Make no mistake, I definitely used to hate working out as much as the next person. Fun fact number two is that I'm a huge nutrition nerd, and I also almost became a dietitian. So back in 2014, when I first started The Balance Berry, actually the point of the blog was to document my journey to becoming a dietitian. Um, Right around the time I started getting into working out, I also started getting really into nutrition and learning how to cook for myself, learning more about what foods made me feel best. And I decided that I wanted to have a total career change and wanted to become an RD. So I moved in with my parents to save money. I started taking classes for prereqs at my community college because when I was an undergrad, I studied business and communication, which was not applicable to anything health or fitness related. Um, And just dove deep into becoming an RD. I ultimately ended up having a change of heart uh, for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, financially. So I had a decent amount of student loans from undergrad, and I have worked my butt off to pay off almost all of them. And when it got to the point where I was going to need to start applying to grad schools, and I really looked at how much it costs and how many loans I would need to take out or how much more I would need to save to make that happen, and then I looked at how much I had already paid off, Ooh, y'all, your girl couldn't do it. I had already paid off so many loans that I didn't want to take out more, and I decided that if I was going to help people, that I was just going to have to do it without being an RD. Um, that, and I think over time, though I love nutrition, I am definitely more interested in the personal development side of things, in the mindset side, in the self-care side. I think that is more so where my talents and passions lie. So again, it just... Spending all those dollar bills for the nutrition education, while I loved the topic, wasn't quite worth it for your girl. But I was this close to becoming a dietitian. Fun fact number three is that I, growing up, was super shy, super quiet, pretty sure I didn't actually talk until I was about 15. Um, And it really wasn't until the past year or two that I feel like I've truly found my voice. What does that mean? So growing up, I was always really quiet. I was always a really shy kid, really only spoke when spoken to. I mean, unless you're my parents, they probably would listen to this and laugh and be like, girl, you didn't shut up. But outside of their house, I was super quiet, um, really kept to myself. And that was because I was just super afraid of being seen, of being heard. I was afraid of rejection. I was afraid of being made fun of. And none of these things ever actually happened. I wasn't ever really teased. I didn't really have a whole lot of things happen that were like, super traumatizing. But when I was younger, my personality was to be so terrified of these things that I just hid myself and made myself kind of invisible for a long time in hopes of these things never happening. And honestly, I think that that was a mentality that I kind of carried throughout my life up until very recently. Um, You know, having those traits don't exactly play well with putting your entire life on the internet. So, uh, you know, those internets really helped me 
truly break out of my shell and not be scared to be seen. But for the first couple years, especially when I was putting things on the internet and with the balanced berry, it was all about the food and people probably had no idea what I looked like or what I sounded like because I was so afraid to put myself out there. Um, so say what you want about the internet, but it, it definitely helped your girl a lot. Um, and I truly feel like I have really found my voice and found my power. And it took me till I was, you know, 20 and some change. That's, that's really generous. I'm a lot older than 20, but you know, play along with me, um, <laughs> to find my voice. And it has been super recent, but I'm so glad it did. And you know, I wouldn't change my quiet, shy childhood for the world because I stayed out of a lot of trouble that way and I'm grateful for it. So was painfully shy when I was younger, not so shy anymore. And here I am. Fun fact number four, kind of piggybacking off of that last fun fact of the fact that I was super quiet and super shy as a kid um, and as a teenager and in my early to mid 20s. I may not be as shy anymore, but I am still a ride or die introvert. That is right. I need alone time to recharge. And if I do not get that alone time or that self-care time to recharge, ooh, lordy, lordy, it is not pretty. Things get downhill real quick. So sometimes I'm going to disappear a little bit and be an introvert, and that is totally okay. And you know what? If you, my friend, are also an introvert, welcome. Happy to have more people like yourself. All right? We need our alone time to recharge. Fun fact number five, and we're going to get a little bit more serious here Um, kind of pertaining to the theme of the show was that I was not fully aware of my blackness and of what that meant until adulthood. So as I mentioned, I'm originally from Seattle. Seattle is historically not a very diverse city, which is still rings true to this day. Um, however, the neighborhood that I grew up in was kind of a little diverse bubble, um, in my neighborhood, it's one of the most diverse areas in the entire country per capita in terms of having a minority majority. Um, everyone who I grew up around looked like me. Everyone was black. We had a large black and Asian population in my neighborhood and at the schools that I grew up in. And so even though I knew that minorities were a thing and that being a minority was a thing, I literally growing up had zero awareness of the fact that I was a minority up until adulthood. And that really, really changed for me when I went to college. So I went to college at a little place called the University of Puget Sound, which is in Tacoma, Washington. It is a tiny liberal arts college uh, about 45 minutes south of Seattle. uh, And it is not diverse. (laughs) So how I said Seattle as a city is not diverse, uh, UPS, my college is even less diverse. And I want to say our black population of students, at least when I went there was like maybe 2%. Like there was a handful of us, not very many, not a very diverse place. And it really wasn't until I went there, my young adulthood, that I was truly made aware of my blackness because it was the first time in my life where I looked around and people did not look like me. And it was really, really uncomfortable. 
now that I am um, approaching my 30s and I'm kind of out of that situation, I'm a lot more mature and I'm a lot more aware and comfortable with who I am, I realized that during that time, my first kind of experience actually feeling like a minority, I I really didn't handle it very well. Um, I look back on that time in my life and I get really, really sad because... I was really sad. I was really uncomfortable. I felt really out of place and I couldn't, I couldn't explain it. I didn't understand it. I couldn't quite articulate it. And I didn't understand that that was what was bothering me all that time, but it really, really was. And I did a lot of things to try to conform to my environment, to try to fit in with the people around me. Um, and it just, it didn't feel right. It was also, during my time in college where for the first time ever, I felt like I experienced kind of some passive aggressive forms of racism, never anything really overt or aggressive, but definitely a lot of passive things that I just didn't know how to process because I felt like I just, I'd never experienced that before. Um, and it took me a long time to kind of come to grips with that and to come into an awareness of that. And I spent my college years, my first few years out of college, really trying to wrap my head around those feelings, really trying to understand, okay, this little minority majority bubble that I grew up in is not the world. It's not the country we live in. And that's especially true now in 2018 at the time that I'm recording this. Um, so how do I fit in and, and where do I fit in? And is it okay to be me? Is it okay to proudly represent my culture? How do I do that? Still stay true to myself and still also make sure that I can kind of not fit into this society, but still be a productive part of society while still being true to who I am. And I mean, I think that that is the eternal struggle for all of us, right? That's what we're all trying to figure out. Uh, but it took me a really long time to kind of wrap my head around that and to understand that that's something that I was really seeking. And it really wasn't until very recently into my late twenties, um, that not only, you know, like I said, in, in fun fact, number three, when I found my voice very recently, I fully became aware of what my blackness meant very, very recently, um, especially as it pertains to the wellness space. And now I also get put in a lot of situations very similar to how I felt when I was in college where I look around and once again, I'm the only black girl in the room, but this time it's often in wellness settings. So you guys, I cannot tell you how many wellness events, self-care events, workshops, personal training workshops, gyms, workout classes that I go to and I look around the room and I don't see anybody that I can relate to. I don't see anyone with as much melanin in their skin as mine. And that is what I'm so passionate about changing because I'm not the only black girl out here whose health matters. I'm not the only black girl who benefits from these self-care resources or from those workout classes. I want to see more in there with me. But it's uncomfortable when you don't have people around that that look like you and that represent you. So those are my fun facts. Um, that is a little bit of getting to know me, a little bit of getting to know where we're going with this podcast. And this podcast is really my way of, of inviting you to the workshop with me, inviting you to the workout class with me so that we can be in the room together because 
I don't want to be the only one. I want you to come along. So coming up, we have some amazing guests coming on the show. We're going to be talking about various topics related to health, wellness, and self-care for women. You can reach me on Instagram either at balanced less. That is my personal Instagram. Um, or if you go to at balanced black girl media, that is going to be the Instagram account for this podcast and for all things related to balanced black girl until next time. Thanks for tuning in.